Hello everyone, welcome to the International Business Podcast. If you work across time zones, borders and cultures, this is the show for you. I'm Leonardo, founder and host of the show, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. I'm based in Shanghai and I'm accompanied by two co-hosts, Stefano, based in Paris, and Audrey from San Francisco. Coming up on today's episode... There is this mindset, I have to serve the business, I have to do 16 hours per day, and I have to do more, I have to do more. If it doesn't work, let's do more, let's do more. And that's a problem. So cash flow has three levers. You can increase conversion rate, you can increase the price, you can increase the frequency of your deal flow. Simon helps business owners in the SaaS industry run their company more effectively. He's the CEO and founder of Strategy Sprints, a global team of coaches that help clients gain market share in weekly sprints, which results in fast execution. You can find more details about the guests in the show notes. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hi, Simon. I'm glad to have you on. Welcome to the International Business Podcast. Hey, Leo. It's great to be here. And also, it is great to have another Roman. I wasn't sure you were Italian because your name is Simon on LinkedIn. Simone Severino, but I go as Simon because everybody in the world is Simon, Simon, Simon. Most of our clients are in California, in London, Zurich, Shanghai, and they go Simon, Simon, Simon. I say, okay, let's do Simon. So you already mentioned a little bit of countries all over the place. But my first question is this, Simon, what makes you an international professional? Well, we, we operate in 114 countries right now. My day starts like this. Wake up in the morning. I go for my morning run. Then I play with my boys, Federico and Alessandro. We have uh, breakfast. We have fun. Then my wife uh, wakes up. We have even more coffee and uh, talking and fun. And then my day starts. Zoom call Shanghai. Zoom call Beijing. Zoom call London, Zoom call Zurich, Zoom call Berlin, and then comes San Francisco, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Miami, and then a couple of interviews and podcasts, and then I'm off. I go cooking. So I guess it's an international day. It's all from one place, from Vienna. But I would, yeah, I would say it's an international day. I feel quite international. I've met a ton of people from everywhere in one day. So first of all, what is, what, the, what is the meaning of agile? And after you define this, how do you run an agile company? For me, agile means it can adapt so that the fitness is high. And when we say fitness, it's in terms of Darwinian fitness. So who survives? It's not the strongest, the fastest, the biggest. It's not even... It's not even the fastest, it's the fittest. And what is the fittest? The fittest means the fit between internal and external. It's the structural coupling of what you offer and what the world needs. That's the fit. And this fit needs to be adapted. And the adaptability is is, uh, agile. Now, agile has done beautiful stuff on the product level. If you want better products, there is, the, there is the design sprint, there is lean and agile and beautiful stuff. But there is nothing on how to run a company that is an agile company. And so I needed that for us. It wasn't out there. I said, okay, let's build it. And so over the last 16 years, we have built the strategy sprints method, which answers the question, 
how do I run a lean, agile, dynamic company in the digital age? Because we have great, great books and we stand on the shoulders of giants for how to run a company in the industrial age. If you run a manufacturing company and you have 200 people, I can give you 10 books and, and they are amazing. They are exactly what you need. But if you run a digital agency, a digital consultancy, a SaaS, I was really looking for something for us and I didn't find it. And so we, we built it and it's now uh, helping many entrepreneurs and I'm honored that we can, we can help them every day. And, and one critical thing in how to run an agile company, not product, but company, is velocity. Some people say speed and velocity, and they mean the same when they talk to each other. But when you run a business, speed can be even toxic. Because imagine you want to go from New York to Florida, and uh, you are going at a high pace, but you are not going to Florida, you're going to Los Angeles. So if you just move faster, you will not get faster there. You will be far away from where you want to go. So velocity is really important. And velocity is speed, including the destination. So it's speed and direction. And this is what we teach in the Strategy Sprints program. We implement three habits, daily, weekly, monthly habits that all focus around velocity. Are we moving in the right direction at the right pace? So you mentioned software as a service or SaaS. Why are you specifically targeting B2B, SaaS, and services? This is, this is the guys we hang out with. This is the guys where, this is what I did the last 19 years. This is where I'm good at. Is it useful also for people who build houses? Yes, Sometimes we work with people who build houses. In North Carolina, there is a company that builds houses and they have quadrupled sales in one sprint, quadrupled. They're called Value Built Homes and they're amazing guys. But we, okay, yes, we can help. And sometimes we can help very, very, very well. But you have to focus as an entrepreneur. You have to say, okay, where are you number one? And so we are number one with SaaS and services because this is where we come from. We have scaled consultancies, we have scaled agencies, we have scaled SaaS products, and we are excited about the space. We hang out in the space, we hang out in masterminds, we run masterminds, we are immersed in this world and every day we meet dozens of people in this world, and that's why this is our people. So you work with CEOs around the world, Simon. What are the typical mistakes you see them doing? First one is working too much. The second one is not getting the right numbers at the right pace. And the third one is not scaling. So let's go to the first one, working too much. There is this mindset, I have to serve the business. I have to do 16 hours per day and I have to do more, I have to do more. If it doesn't work, let's do more, let's do more. And that's a problem. We can also try the other mindset, hey, what if the business is here to serve my lifestyle, to serve clients first and then team, but I am part of the team. So what is if the business is here to serve really my life? And this is something that entrepreneurs forget after years of hustle, hustle, hustle. They forget that originally they wanted freedom and their dream life. And so we help them 
do less because we identify the bottleneck. This is also something that comes from Agile, by the way, is the theory of constraints, a very old lean methodology that says, identify the one bottleneck and solve only that. Then you solve the next bottleneck, but you don't do multiple projects at once. You solve one bottleneck after the other. So we have learned from that and we have created something where in eight minutes, we can find the bottleneck of a company and they can focus for one week on solving that one bottleneck. So when you do that, you don't have the problem of working too much because the whole team is solving one current problem. That problem might be a sales problem, a marketing problem, an operational problem, but it's only one. So everybody is aligned. Nobody feels like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. It's actually, it's quite fun because it's like playing basketball with your friends. There is one goal. You see it in front of you. Everybody knows what they're going to do. I'm going to want to get the ball in there. That's it. And so, and when it gets in there, everybody's like, yeah, 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 next one. So you get into this flow, positive flow of solving something and checking it off. And, and that's cool when you can check off something. Okay, done. And, and that's the flow that we help them reach. So problem one, they work too much. And how to get out of there? Solve one bottleneck after the other. If you don't know your bottleneck, in eight minutes, you can find out. Go to strategysprints.com. Click game plan and you will find your bottleneck in eight minutes. Second problem that I see, they don't get the right numbers. Most people get too many KPIs reported and in too long of a time delay. So you want three numbers every seven days, three numbers for marketing, three numbers about operations, three numbers about sales. That's, that's really what you do. Identify the key three numbers, for example, in sales, number of sales conversations had, number of uh, conversions closed, so percentages closed of them, and uh, how many were rescheduled. That can be enough in terms of sales. How many calls, how many closed, how many rescheduled. In marketing, maybe it's number of impressions, number of clicks, numbers of people who jumped on your calendar. In operations, maybe it's numbers of customer complaints that we got, number of customer complaints that we solved within 48 hours, numbers of referrals we got from clients. For example, uh, so find your three main numbers, and these are numbers that come up many times. In SaaS, it's the churn rate, churn rate per week, so how many people jump off your membership. And um, it, if you identify three numbers for marketing, three for sales, and three for operations, and you get these numbers reported every seven days, your life is much better. You get the weak signals, and now you are built more like Lego than like Duplo. You, you are built in small parts. This is what makes your fitness higher because now you can adapt, you can react faster. If you don't have kids, Legos are the small parts and Duplo are the big parts. So if you have a Duplo horse, you can only do horse. But if you have a Lego horse, you can do a horse, a house, a boat, a motorcycle, a banana. You can do whatever you want with it because you can recombine the parts. 
This episode is sponsored by International Expansion Explained. Are you looking to expand internationally, but you're not sure where to start? Or you export already, but would like to venture further overseas? Reach out to arrange an international clarity session and learn more about growth plans at katherineread.com. That is k-a-t-h-r-y-n-r-e-a-d.com. I love this metaphor, the, the Lego and the Duplo. I'll make sure to remember this in the future. That was well put to Simon. <laughs> um, so we talked about the, let's say, the typical mistakes the you know CEOs around the world do. But what about the habits, the top habits that successful CEOs have? In this funky year, I was really, really grateful to have three habits. And one I told you already, my day is structured similarly. So it always starts with me time, which is running. And then there is one CEO habit that I have every day, a weekly one and a monthly one. The daily CEO habit is to write down the flow of my day. So 11 o'clock, I'm on this podcast, 12 o'clock, I have a meeting, et cetera. So I write down the flow of my day. And in the evening, I ask myself two questions. Which of these tasks can tomorrow somebody else do better than me? And if I would live more intentionally and freely, what would I do tomorrow? That's my daily habit, reflecting and delegating more, systemizing more and thinking bigger. Then there is the weekly habit. The weekly habit is getting these three numbers, the three marketing numbers, the three sales numbers, the three ops numbers. I get them reported. And every Friday, we have a 60 minutes meeting with the full team. And we we learn from these numbers. We find the weak signals. Oh, why is it 14 more subscribers from that joint venture than from our usual joint ventures? Ah, look, this target group resonates better with with that keyword. Oh, interesting. Should we change our Facebook retargeting accordingly? So you see, this is how how you start learning as a company. And that's important to to learn because marketing, sales, and operations, they need to learn from each other. The information flow needs to happen. And that's the cool part of being a small team that you can have them all in one room and really learn every seven days. That's the weekly habit. And then the monthly habit, once a month, let's do strategy work. Big picture, are we swimming in the right direction? Who are competitors? What are they doing? Do we need to change anything? Or can we continue swimming in this direction? That's the first check. And the second check is, are we 100% confident that we are the right person to solve this problem for this group? And if everybody says, yes, 100%, yes, 100%, yes, 100%, then it's fine. It was half an hour meeting. But sometimes it's a two hours meeting, a three hours meeting, because if one of them says, I am at 95%, then we stop everything and we go deeper. Okay, why? Why you feel that we are not the best person to solve these problems for this target group? Because if we don't believe 100%, then it cannot work. It cannot work. Imagine Michael Jordan has trained for a year, the game starts, and he doesn't believe that he can score. He will not win. 
because everybody is ready. And so you have to be ready because there will be a transfer of confidence. So if, if you think that your product is like 80% the best product, you will get across to me on the other side of Zoom, just 60%, 50%. So I don't buy from you, I buy from the next one. So you have to be at 100 to get me to 80. And that's why the team check is important once a month. Are, is everybody at 100? If not, okay, let's go and improve the product. Let's go and improve the messaging. Whatever you don't feel is 100%, that's my job to repair it. So I guess that every single day we are solving problems or at least trying to solve problems. But there are so many problems every single time, Simon. So how to identify what to fix next? Yeah, that's the best thing. David Allen was, was on my podcast and he said, Simon, there are no problems, there are only projects. And I agree because we are, as you say, we are in a constant flow of things to fix, right? And so, and, and there are so many moving parts and it's fine because that's the journey of entrepreneurship. That's what we are here to do. The, the important thing is not to get overwhelmed by the number of things. So that's why we do our bottleneck analysis and we identify one thing per sprint to solve. And that one thing is the one bottleneck. It's either in marketing or in sales or in operations. And this is what we will do for the next seven days. That's the one project and the duration is seven days. Day six, we measure. Day seven, we learn and set the focus for the next sprint. So if you ask me how not to be overwhelmed and what to fix next, I would say pick the one thing that is your bottleneck. The bottleneck is the weakest part. And if you improve that part, how do you know if it's a bottleneck? If you put pressure on the whole system, which part breaks first? That's how you know the bottleneck in, in a mechanical terms. In, in uh, entrepreneurial terms, you can do our eight minutes checklist. And after that, you know uh, which part it is. And then your whole team just focuses on that for the next seven days. So the two key words from this conversation between you and me, Simon, I would say they're Duplo, number one, and number two is bottleneck. So, okay, I'll memorize this. And I guess the audience should, <laughs> should memorize these as well. Moving on to cash flow. So how can people improve cash flow right now? Cash flow, and this is something that many right now need to get up again because it's, it's funky times. So cash flow has three levers. You can increase conversion rate, you can increase the price, you can increase the frequency of your deal flow. If you get these three things up by 25%, it accumulates to 99% more revenue, which is cash flow. This will not solve all the problems, but it will you give because revenue is not what you want to have. You want to have profits. But at least it will give you some breathing room and some calmness and peace of mind so that your team enjoys the work again and that you have time to work on the business instead of in the business. So that's why you want to increase frequency by 25%, price by 25%, and um, conversion rate by 25%. And that's not hard to do. We are doing this every day. You, you, can, you can see case studies on our website. It's strategysprint.com slash love. It's the love page. 
where people report uh, on how on how it's going uh, in the sprint for them, and and they are really explaining it. But I can tell you quickly. So price to get price up. If you are a SaaS, you can increase your price by five percent for each new user coming in until you hit a 40% rejection. Now you are at a 60% conversion rate, and that's fine. You have probably found your sweet spot now, and it is probably much, much higher than what you are charging right now. Second step is we have a checklist of eight things to do. We call it the positioning checklist. If you do these eight things, it's things like video testimonials on your website, uh, one one authoritative content piece, et cetera, et cetera. You can download the checklist on our own strategysprints.com. If you do these eight things, now you can double your price again. Because when you do these eight things, now you are positioned very well. Your, your position in compared to your competitors is strong. Your offer is irresistible and you have proof that it works. Now you can double. So that's the pricing part. And, and we do this every week with our coaches. The second part, the frequency, especially when you are in B2B situations, uh, B2B SaaS, B2B services, sometimes it takes 13 months, 18 months until you close the deal. So the question there is how can you intensify the relationship so that you have eight to 15 contact points faster. And that you can do with email sequences, with videos, with uh, products like audits and checklists, etc., where you can send one every day. And so you intensify, you get to 15 contact points in two weeks instead of eight months. This is possible with modern technology. And this is one thing that we implement with our clients. And the third thing is the conversion rate. Conversion rate, this is where we ask our clients to record their sales call. And then I have a checklist where I really write down, okay, how many, these type of questions, how, when did he say the price? How did he say the price, et cetera. And so we give them customized one-to-one feedback on their closing technique. And usually that's, a huge difference because they, oh, I didn't know that I'm not asking enough problem questions. I didn't know that I'm I'm jumping too too fast into features. I'm jumping too fast into solutions. So there are typical mistakes that people do in the sales conversations, and we can identify them with one or two video recordings that they send us and say, look, you you are the guy. You get too excited. You you talk about solutions and price too fast. You have to stay there first and then there and then there and then there. And when they do this, now you say the price. Then there is the other type, typical sales person who is so much into features, uh, the techie. And then they tell about all the features and how it's working and the technology and they lose uh, the client. They have a great technical conversation of one hour, but they don't, don't close the deal. So they have, with them, we have to work on the last part on how to close it. And then there is the people pleaser who wants to understand, understand, create value, create value. They are just basically doing a free consultation, creating a ton of value, and then people go and buy from their competitors or do it themselves because they gave, they gave away too much. 
So there are three typical situations that we find, and um, this is a customized feedback that we give them. And this is how you increase the conversion rate of existing leads. So for all these three things, you don't need more leads. You have to spend zero for these three things. I've got one final question, Simon, a question I ask everyone who comes on the show. Tell us about, share with us a memorable moment from your international career, and you can pick between a successful, a funny, or even a catastrophic episode. The best, <laughs> so many memorable moments. I, I forget even the memorable moments of yesterday. So let me, let me tell you some of today. Today I got an email responding to my question, hey, would you write the foreword to my book? And Anthony, who I asked, Anthony Gennarino, said, yes, Simon, I will write the foreword to your book. And now Anthony is not only a B2B sales leader in, in this world, so when the NASDAQ needs better sales, they call Anthony. That's Anthony Gennarino. One of his books is one of the best books on sales ever. It's called The Lost Art of Closing. And he was our client. He did a sprint to improve his workflows with his team because he's doing an amazing impact globally with just three people. And as you can imagine, they have to scale, right? They, have, they, need, they need more hires and more key positions. So uh, he did a sprint and uh, he has better sales workflows now and, the better, and his team is happier. And now I will have this foreword of somebody who was a client, is a hero of mine, and that is the perfect thing that you can have from a foreword. You know, you can, you might have um, a, a super, a super known name writing your foreword, but if you don't really have a connection, and uh, just somebody is nice to you, then you feel it. But this foreword will be really authentic from somebody that went through intense experience with us and is writing about his experiences. So that was, for me, a memorable moment of today. Before we go, Simon, who should connect with you after listening to this episode? And tell us a little bit more about your current role. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the founder of Strategy Sprints, and uh, I help entrepreneurs realize their dreams. That's what I do. Who should not contact me? Basically, everybody who wants to stay where they are, uh, do not contact me. And everybody who is selling objects on Amazon, I'm not your guy. But if you are in a B2B sales situation, you're doing more than 35K per month, and you want to double it in 90 days, I'm your guy. I'm exactly the guy you want to hire. I have the people that will commit to doubling your revenue in 90 days, and we will make it happen. We are best with SaaS and services, and you can reach, at, reach us at strategysprints.com. Simon, I want to thank you for your insights. Thank you for joining us on the International Business Podcast. Cool. It was cool to be here. You can find the podcast on all the major platforms. Make sure to subscribe. Do not miss the weekly episodes. And are you an international professional? Connect with us on LinkedIn to come on the show. For now, cheers.